0: So I'm sure that everybody is aware that when you tell somebody, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian, generally they want to hear a joke. And most people do not like that, that are comedians, because that's like telling somebody to dance clown. Um, Still, the best response that I ever heard to that question, like, oh, tell me a joke then, was, I'm not a clown. And I continued to use that for years, although I did keep one joke as the go-to to give to people and i thought it would be fun to tell that joke right now so there is a millionaire who is throwing a big part and all of a sudden he throws a bunch of crocodiles into his gigantic pool and then he makes an announcement whomever can get in the pool and make it from one side to the other I shall give you $1,000,000 dollars. Well, before anybody had the chance to even think about who wanted to try, this guy Jerome went flying into the pool. And people watched as Jerome fought with the crocodiles, and one by one managed to brutally defeat them on his way to getting to the other side of the pool. Finally, he emerged from the pool victorious over the crocodiles and the millionaire set. I say, quiet everyone. I say, there, Jerome, that was the most magnificent thing I've ever seen. Someone fetch me my checkbook. <sighs> I don't want your money. All right. Well, then, let me give you one of my new sports cars i don't I don't want a car either, all right, well, you drive a hard bargain, but what can I get for you, Jerome? I have to give you something that was the most magnificent thing I've ever seen and Jerome thought long and hard about it, and then said, "I want the name of the motherfucker that threw me in the pool. The end <laughs> you <couldn't> see it. <laughs> I think one of the best things about Discovery Plus, which is now out, and if you have Verizon Wireless or I think even Fios, I think you get it for a year free, just like they did with Disney Plus. Discovery Plus is so much better because they actually have original content. They do have some of the stuff that you could already watch on their various other channels. TLC is probably my favorite, but... I've been wandering around like I've always loved Bizarre Foods, which gets me to my point. Um, I have been just letting Bizarre Foods run in the background for the last like four or five days. So I've basically already gone through 12 seasons and it, it's interesting to me all the stuff that Andrew Zimmern will put in his mouth because I'm very particular about what goes in mine. And as I've watched him eating all these brains and testicles and intestines and things, I can't help but wonder, what is it like to go in the bathroom behind Andrew Zimmern? Because I know people who don't eat that stuff, and it is a nightmare be in the bathroom with them, let alone come in behind them, and he's older, and I know what it smells like if I ever go in behind a grandparent of some kind. Something happens to the guts, and with what he's putting in there, I gotta imagine his wife has to have a gas mask at her disposal, and their toilet has to be lined with something special. You can't just have porcelain for all of the third world village snacks and entrees and things that he's eating. Uh but I'd love to know. I would love it if he would just go on IG Live and talk about the worst case of the shits that he ever got. You could see it. Yeah, man, it's just like I've been telling you. The wife's been good to me throughout this whole quarantine, and the way I see it, our marriage is better than it was before we went into it. So when this whole thing is done, man, I'm gonna just show her my appreciation, take her out somewhere, and get us both hand jobs, brother come again Daryl oh you heard me man look I enjoy getting my rocks off my wife likes to get her rocks off I'm gonna take us out get us a nice massage somewhere that I know they do happy endings because we both deserve to get jacked off one of the scariest things that I could imagine happened to me last night. I don't know if happened is the right way to say it. So there I am brushing my teeth. It's late. It's like 1030. And I look up after I finished like rinsing off my toothbrush. And as I look up, I can see my wife charging me with a knife up in the I'm going to stab you motion over my shoulder running at me now that didn't happen but for some reason in my mind it was it was like i was on a hallucinogen but i wasn't and my wife is totally non-violent we haven't even raised our voices at one another so i don't know why but once i thought about it i was like hmm and now there's this weird thing where I've got this fear because it would catch me so off guard if she was to all of a sudden go from zero to 100. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to have done. If it had been a burglar, I think I would have gone into attack mode. But I think the sheer surprise and the time to process, like, does she have a knife? Oh, my God, she stabbed me. Yeah, she would have me there. All right, so here's a fun story about lost sunglasses, a little bit of sex, and a kidnapping. Uh, The year is like 2012 or 13, and uh, I have met this woman on, I want to say, Tinder. Might have been plenty of fish. I was using that back in that day. Um, So I meet her. She's a bit of a uh, fuller-figured woman. Not fat, though. Never crossed that line. Um, She's tall. I don't know why her appearance is necessary, but it'll come into play later. So we meet, um, and I think she came to a a show, like a stand-up show. So things are going well. Um, I look like the photo that I presented, which was always nice. And so did she. Um, I have a good set. And that's important because if you have a bad set, there's a good chance they're never going to speak to you again, let alone see what your penis looks and feels like. Um, There was a big party that was happening in D.C. that night. So we met in Arlington, Virginia. And I was like, oh, would you like to come back to this party with me? She says yes. The party is great, surrounded by a lot of friends, a lot of funny people, so... You know, she's in the middle of me being funny, surrounded by funny people. The vibe is right. Now, I think that like we started making out at the party and my friend Jose is close by. And he's like, you know, if you need a ride back to Virginia, cool. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I think we're probably just gonna like get a hotel in the city, make our way back tomorrow. We do. Get a hotel. And I don't remember, and this is the part that sucks. I I went all through my email to try to find the confirmation because I got the hotel room, but something happened, and, like, we got to the hotel. I think, okay, I know what happened. I reserved the hotel room for the wrong date. So I thought that I had reserved it on my phone for that night, but I think I had accidentally reserved it for, like, the next day or something so we get there and there are no reservations and i was like all right well i don't know what to do and i know i was mad because i paid like a couple hundred bucks and i was like and i don't even get the fucking room so now we're in a cab we're heading back to her place now because i think her place is closer to dc than my place was right on making out a little in the car here's where crazy hits a little bit so she starts like telling me oh well if you don't want to date me then you don't really have to come back to my place and i was like well i hadn't said anything about not dating you i thought that the night has gone well And we would just see where that goes. Now, for the record, I have never been someone to disqualify people for sleeping with me on the first night. I've dated people who did. With that said, my wife didn't, so perhaps there is something to not sleeping with somebody on the first night. Uh, She then begins to cry. And I don't mean a tear fell down her face. I mean... She starts bawling because she has issues. Now, I can see the taxi driver's eyes as he's darting back and forth from the crying woman in the back seat to me, the creep who's trying to get laid. And I'm just looking at him like, well, I suppose it would be rude if you pulled over and just let me out of the car and took her home. So I'm just trying to be the nice guy and calm her down because it looks crazy. And the night was weird. She totally ruined all the vibe in the backseat of that car. When we did get to her place, I didn't know if I should just bounce. I'm I'm not like the rudest person on the planet. And uh, I just remember that everything was a struggle. And then I ended up just being like, I am just gonna sleep. Because whatever it is that you're doing, I don't like it and now I definitely don't want to date you. I woke up the next morning. That was awkward. I left. I should point out that before, when we had met, I had a brand new pair of sunglasses. And it was the first pair of sunglasses that I had ever, like, spent more than $300 for. Um, I thought I looked really good in them. And it's kind of like like we weren't blackout drunk or anything, but you know, when you wake up somewhere that's not your bed and sometimes even your bed, you do the little check like, all right, wallet, keys, blah, blah, blah. I don't have my sunglasses, where are they? So now I go back in my mind. And I was like, okay, I must have left them in Jose's back seat when he gave us a ride up to the party. So. And I remember it clearly because I am calling a cab and I'm also, like, texting Jose, like, hey, man, are you up? Because he likes to sleep in a little later. At least he did. Now I think he wakes up and runs 10 miles a day. That's what getting old is. Um, so I call Jose and I was like, hey, man, did you um, find my sunglasses, like, in your back seat? Are they still there? And, like, I know Jose, so I'm sure they're there. No question. So Jose is a little like groggy, and he's like, man, last night was fucking crazy. What happened to you? And I told him what happened to me, but he's a guy, so I said it in very different details. (laughs) And then I'm like, what happened to you? So he tells me that he passed out in his car, in the back seat, waiting for us because he wasn't sure if we were going to need a ride. So at some point, he woke up, because the car was moving and he kind of wakes up and there's a dude driving his car through the streets of DC. And I think he asked him like, hey man, what are you doing? The guy sees him, didn't realize there was a sleeping person in the back of this car they just stole and then proceeds to slam on the brakes in the middle of Chinatown and just dips, runs down the street leaving Jose confused, but ultimately to get out of the back seat and into the front seat and drive his car home. I heard all that, and I was like, holy shit, man. You got kidnapped last night. It was crazy. A lot of wild things happened to Jose, but that's still probably on my top three. I got to ask him what his top three is. Um, and after hearing that whole story, my response was, oh, my God, that's crazy, man. So look, if, if you get a chance to, just check your back seat and see if my sunglasses are back there. <laughs> Let's see it. It's hard to believe that there was ever a time that I wasn't using a loofah. It is such a necessity to me. I bring this up because I just got done taking a shower and I noticed that my loofah is beginning to unravel. And then I thought to myself, Jesus, didn't I just buy this loofah? And I did. I bought it like a month ago. That feels pretty quickly for it to be unraveling. But as I stood there in the shower contemplating all of that, then I I remembered, holy shit, how long have I been using a loofah? I don't remember when I first got on board with the loofah. I want to say it was like 2006-ish. I know that it was after a girlfriend left me, and I was making some changes. And That was one of them. I don't know what made me go away from... I used to use a hand towel. Now, I am going somewhere with this because a lot of people are nasty. I used to use a hand towel. I would put soap in it, get it lathered. And the reason that I have stuck with Aloofa is I feel cleaner with all of the lather that Aloofa produces. It's just, yeah, you know, it's so much. I think back to the magic school bus when she was washing a car, Miss Frizzle, and taught the students how, like, first you put on the water, and it helps loosen the dirt, and then the soap comes in and lifts the dirt up off the car with the water, and then more water just washes it all away. So with the loofah, I'm like, yeah, more suds, get all this grime up off me and down the drain. Now, there are people who take a bar of soap with their bare fist, and I forget who was the first person to tell me that they did it, but I know that they were white. And every time that I have said this to a white person, they always get weird. It's mostly white dudes that are grabbing bars of soap and then taking that bar and smearing it across their body, but it's in their fist. Like, you can't even get good kind of like suds from just smearing a somewhat watery bar of soap across your body and then they take that bar and either they credit card swipe their butt cheeks with it or they put it in their butt some of them try to get some lather on their hands and then they stick their hand in their ass and that has always disgusted me now i am aware that your hand has soap on it. So, hypothetically, you are cleaning the inside of your butt, but you put your hand in your butt. I never put my hand in my ass. I have never done that. Not even to wipe. And do you know what, that's why I hate one-ply toilet paper. That's why everybody hates one-ply toilet paper. Because your hand broke through and you were touching shit and looking at your hand with your feces on it. You people disgust me. Do better. There's no reason to keep doing it. Like, there are some white friends that I have assaulted verbally for this on more than one occasion. What did they stand to gain by proving me wrong and continuing to shove their soapy hand in their ass? Just use a hand towel or get a loofah. They're like a dollar for the cheap ones. It makes no sense. It's like people who are still using rub on deodorant. And I know it's called roll on, but I like to call it rub on. Like, get some spray shit. You can go two days without a shower. Does that mean that I'm going two days without a shower? Shut up. Let me make my point. Nathaniel had always had a crush on Christina. One day, Christina made her way over to Nathaniel and offered him a proposition. She said to him, I've always wanted to suck your dick. Would it be possible for us to sneak off into the alleyway during our lunch break, and maybe I can suck you off there?" Nathaniel didn't need much time to think about it, as he said, absolutely. Next thing he knew, they were in the alleyway and his pants were being unzipped. She pulled them all the way down to the concrete, which he thought was nasty, looking around at the garbage on the wet ground. but the BJ was awesome so he stood there holding his balance against a trash can and trying to keep one leg out of a puddle. Before he knew it he was about to ejaculate and he told her it's about to be go time. As she continued to suck his dick he began to come harder than he ever thought possible. He got a cramp in his stomach that turned violently painful and then he tried to get her to stop by saying, I've got a cramp, bad, but she just kept sucking. And he then tried to pull her away, but she just kept sucking. Holding on to his buttocks, she was attached to his penis like a vice grip. He screamed out in pain and collapsed to the ground. She had sucked out all of the joy. It was the world's most painful beach. I remember before my son was born, um, my wife and I didn't really need to have a long conversation about circumcision or not because I am circumcised and I think an uncircumcised penis looks disgusting. I don't even watch porn that has uncircumcised men in it. Like I think it's gross and I am aware of why some people are against it. I have never personally heard from a person face-to-face that had like a mangled job. Sure, I would be upset if my penis looked deformed due to my circumcision. Unfortunately, it doesn't. I, uh, I believe that mine is beautiful. I've been told as such. Um, and I think everybody should be circumcised. I'm sorry. And hey, if you weren't circumcised and you're proud about it, I mean, part of me wants to say, like, good, you should be proud. But then there's another part of me that's like, you know, that shit is nasty. And if I was a woman, that would disqualify you from sex. So sorry. Like, I'm not going to stand there with a turtleneck. Anyway, when uh, my son was about to be born, I remember putting up a post about circumcision. And I got flooded because there is a group of people, I'm sure there are several groups, on Facebook, that just search for posts about circumcision and then they let one another know. So, all of these strangers, because all of my posts are public, all these strangers started like flooding my comments with all kinds of you shouldn't circumcise your kid because, and you're a weirdo because you want to chop off your son's dick. Meanwhile, all these strangers are talking to me about my future son's dick, and they have so much anger, and they, they did it for like two days straight. It was It was something. I didn't care. It's not like you were going to change my mind because I'm a pretty stubborn dude. But I found this Reddit, that's got some people trying to make an argument for it and some against it. I will say with this argument, there, there are always some people who are trying to say something intelligent. Uh, like, okay, here's one. I think that there's too much variance in how circumcisions are performed to keep doing them on babies. Part of the problem with complacency on the issue is that we can't personally know what uncircumcised men feel during sex or what we're missing out on since we grew up being circumcised. We don't know how much better sex could feel. I'm gonna pause right there, that's a stupid thing. I don't need sex to feel better, it's sex. It's good, doesn't need to be better. I would love to last longer, not less. Anyway, the most appalling reason to do this is aesthetics. I can give at least some credit if there are concerns over hygiene or preventing disease. But to permanently change someone else's body because you personally think it looks better is crazy. Not really. Because I think most people who are circumcised think that a circumcised dick looks better. And if you grew up uncircumcised, what choice do you have? You have an ugly dick. So you can either go get circumcised, which I hear is quite painful, even though if my mother hadn't circumcised me, I would get a circumcision as an adult, but I'm so glad she did, because that's painful, or if you don't want to deal with the pain, then you just sit there, and you lie, and you say things like, oh, I like my uncircumcised come on, come on, all right, now here's a response to that last somewhat well-worded response, which is, meh. I can't really give credit there either. I mean, anyone with half a brain could see the whole hygiene infection argument is BS. The mouth, anus, and uncircumcised female genitalia all require far more time, effort, and resources to keep hygienic and infection-free, and no one researches the health benefits of altering those parts at birth. It should be no different from the uncircumcised male genitalia. Circumcision is a bizarre exception to the general rule of respected... Afforded to the human body in its naturally occurring state. No other surgery is ever considered as an alternative to proper hygiene. While that is true, and it's weird because I'm not religious and I know that part of circumcision probably comes from religion, in this case, I think that they did what needed to be done. And this is, by the way, in the Reddit, uh, in the subreddit, Ask an American. And I think that that's hilarious. Uh, here's a guy that says, I circumcised my son. In his cohort of white Christian males in Minnesota, they all would be. Okay, We've ri- the public school system. Anyway, I didn't want it to be weird for him later, yes. Though, from what I gather from other families, non-cut is a very big thing, gross. But my wife makes me run in a lot of hippie circles, so I give everything a grain of salt for real-world applications. I asked her how she liked a dick, uncircumcised or normal. She opted for normal. I love this guy. I went with him when it was done. It was pretty awful for me, but he didn't even flinch. It was just another thing. That's true. My son took it like a champ. It heals up in no time, and then no one cares after that. And I like how it's normal or uncircumcised, because let's be honest. Like, yes, there it, we shouldn't be normalizing uncircumcisions. Your son's not going to feel anything. It's weird what some of you do. Somebody wrote a really long response that I am not going to read, Um Yeah, I don't even know if they're going to get funnier to me than that last guy's thing. Uh, The sooner we get rid of it, the better. Over 100 children die as a result of circumcision each year and for no noticeable benefit. Aesthetic, and he spelled it wrong, she, excuse me, spelled it wrong, is not a benefit. And then they give a source. uh, And then (laughs) someone from Florida commented FYI, and then they spelled aesthetic correctly, and uh, then someone else under that says, well, to be fair, aesthetic, which is how they really spelled it, is also not a benefit, which is true, which is true, um, oh, gross, this guy's, okay, so somebody commented they're an uncircumcised man and had two uncircumcised children. They have no qualms of their own, but researched it prior to their first being born, videos and all, and decided that they didn't want to subject them to that, especially learning that many fathers weren't present during their sons. If I didn't think I could witness it and it was non-mandatory, why do it? Because your sons are going to be out there showing women ugly penises. Don't you want the best for your children? You want some woman to look at your kid's dick someday and go, uh, why? When you could take two seconds, snip, snip right now, and let's be done. It should be a legal shame. And they're from Minnesota. Minnesota seems like a horrible place. Um, look, we could argue about it all day. Bottom line is, there'll always be some people who are uncircumcised, and um, they'll always be circumcised people. Because who wants to be out there have you, if you've met anyone from Europe, because a lot of Europeans are and skin, they find it refreshing to see a circumcised dick. And my wife's Italian, so I, I've heard it from her. I've heard it from other Europeans. It's just, it's gross. And do I trust you to clean? I once had a teacher in high school who told us, Why she had this conversation, I don't know, which is why I'm not going to say her name. Um, She told the whole class, if you ever date someone, you should take a finger and put it in their belly button. Why? Because you're checking for lint. And she's like, think about it. We take a shower every day. And if they don't clean their belly button, how well are they cleaning the rest of their body? And that has stayed with me. Now, I'm not going around checking buttons all day. But from time to time, I take a glance in there just because I'm curious. Stays with me. Now, I I said that because let's say I were a woman who could tolerate somebody rocking the skin. I'm going to have to run a Q-tip in there at least daily. I got to make sure that you're not some savage shoving a filthy-headed penis into me. No. And again, if I was a woman... I'm just, I'm too picky for that. I once asked a woman to get off me while she was riding me because her clitoris was too big. I freaked out, and I immediately started thinking maybe she was born a hermaphrodite. And I was like, nope, can't do the hermy. I immediately went soft. Couldn't explain why I asked her to get off me, what was wrong. I just said, you got to get off. Maybe I'll give the full story on that next time, but here's the circumcisions. Cheers. You